Sunday, February 21st, 2021. The temperature has taken a turn for the warm. Here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, we uh, we touched the uh, the positive side of the uh, Celsius scale today, which is very exciting uh, for all the puppers of the neighborhood. Hitting the streets, getting dirty, just like Extina, and enjoying the warm weather. Uh, in addition to AEW, uh, which we will talk about very shortly, I also watched the four must-see round one matches from Japan uh, and that's the AEW Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament. You're also speak myself, Lee, on my lonesome. I believe Elimination Chamber is happening right now for WWE. If that interests you, go check that out. Uh, exciting times, of course. Uh, AEW's pay-per-view revolution is coming up soon, and we'll have all of that in a second. But first, uh, this video on YouTube, which is where you can go to watch the AEW Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament. Uh, is currently sitting at uh, just just below 300,000 views, which is, I think, pretty substantial for what what this is. Uh, Excalibur uh, goes it alone announcing these matches in English, and I, I feel he does uh, a very good job. He very naturally, uh, I, either he knows all this stuff or he researches it ahead of time. Either way, he makes it, he recalls it very naturally. Uh, and can and can really give you the backstory on these characters. A lot of them making their AEW de uh, debut uh, here in these matches. So he does a really good job. Shout out to him, and he's he's doing it alone too. So hey, Excalibur, I know how that is. Uh, we just have basically a room with black curtains. Uh, there's a wire framed entranceway, tinny sounding intros, kind of a low production. Uh, it's understandable why these matches just just don't air as part of Dynamite. Uh, YouTube is a better setting for them. Uh, to be honest, w with no crowd, obviously, it is just the room. It's a, a few cameramen, the referee, and the performers, the wrestlers. Uh, it, it's, it's yeah, it's not very cinematic. It's not, it doesn't have the gravitas uh, of something that should be appearing on, on television, especially if you only have two hours to fill. Uh, YouTube's a great place for it. It seems like people are finding it, 300,000 views, so cool. Uh, May Saruga, right? Yeah, May Saruga versus uh, the magical girl Yuka Sakazaki is up first. Uh, this is the only match I actually watched. I'm going to go back and uh, watch the rest later. Uh, but then, of course, they they do run down the brackets during AEW Dynamite. So if you don't want spoilers for this for some reason, uh, look out for that because uh, we'll be brought up to speed even on the stuff I don't talk about here at the start. Oklahoma Roll by Skura looks pretty cool. Fun move. Excalibur does an incredible job. Uh, dynamic angles and close-ups try to keep things exciting, of course, with no present uh i think the presentation for, for what they were given is is fine magical girl 450 splash and uh sakazaki is our winner and uh like i said i'll be coming back to that later but let's talk about wednesday night aw dynamite from february 17th 2021 jacksonville florida daily's place it's wednesday night and you know what that means it's time for aw dynamite welcomes jr he introduces tony shivani and excalibur the announced team hangman adam page's music hits and he uh makes his way to the ring some like banjo, like here comes Hangman Page. Uh, recently hired a shady legal team, reads Page's entrance card. Big Money Matt Hardy, all smiles, enters next. This match was not what was promised last week, with uh, Chaos Project and TH2 set to take on Hangman, Matt Hardy, and Private Party. Instead, here we just have a 2v2. Uh, recap of the contract shenanigans from last week. Matt Hardy obviously hasn't watched the show. And is oblivious uh, to any funny business that went on at that bar with that contract signing. Uh, Page fires up on Jack Evans. Uh, Jack Evans? Jake Evans. I think it's Jack Evans. Uh, tag made to Matt. Like, 
I always want to go Rich Evans. That last name is just reserved for him in my heart. But I believe it's Jack Evans and Angelico of TH2. Uh, tag made to Matt Hardy. A blind tag from Angelico and Hardy is attempting to pin the non-legal man. Angelico gets the drop on him and TH2 isolates Matt. Uh, taking control of this match. Near fall on Evans. Uh, near fall by Evans on Matt. March 3rd, Cody and Red Velvet will be taking on Shaq and Jade Cargill. That is just two weeks away in the main event. Uh, so that is not a pay-per-view match. That will be given away on Dynamite on the go-home show. Uh, we have something to hype uh, that match from later tonight, the announcers say. If, you, if you're interested in this, stay tuned. We got something for you. Hardy fights back and gets the hot tag uh, to Paige, who explodes into the ring. Paige splashes Evans on the outside. Floors Angelico for a two-count. Matt Hardy slowly climbs back onto the apron. Powerbomb to Angelico. Powerbomb to Evans onto Angelico. Paige goes for a lariat. Hardy tags himself in. Fucks up his own finish and is sent headfirst into Paige, who falls to the outside. Evans with a phoenix splash from Brett's rope. That's the middle rope. Doesn't get all of it, says Excalibur. Uh, Page catches both members of TH2 with a stereo buckshot lariat. Page does the work. Hardy gets the pin. Big money on the mic after the match. Give it up for Hangman Adam Page. Matt Hardy is excited. Page is going to make a lot of money, which means he is going to make a lot of money. Page takes the mic. Uh, I don't know how well you were paying attention at the bar. I have friends that told me to always keep a, sp a spare set of papers on you at all times. Like, just keep a contract on you. In case... You need to challenge someone to a wrestling match they are unaware of. Just keep that in your back pocket. Keep it folded up in a fanny pack. Uh, like, you know, in the glove box of your car. Just, you it's, you don't want to need it and not have it. Damn it. Matt Hardy is stunned. Paige uh, basically invites the Jaguars legal team to bring the papers to uh, show Matt Hardy for uh, his own further reading. The Jaguars mascot hot dogs to the ring and hands Matt the contract he signed. Wait, hold up. This isn't a talent representative contract. This is for a match. Hardy vs. Page at Revolution, and the uh, match has been sanctioned uh, so that if Matt Hardy loses, Page gets 100% of his quarter one 2021 earnings. Which, how much do you think that is? How much is Matt Hardy making quarterly in AEW? Do you think Matt, is Matt Hardy making a million dollars? I think he should be. So that could be a substantial chunk of change there. Uh, Hardy calls him a carny. Fine. Maybe I was trying to pull one over on you first. Uh, if you're an honorable man, how about you put something on the line as well? If I win, I get 100% of your Q1 2021 earnings. Page replies, uh, Matt, I think we have a money match. The men shake on it. Isaiah Cassidy, who was in the Jaguars mascot uh, uh, outfit this whole time, decks Page from behind. Hardy offers TH2 money to beat down Adam Page. Uh, the Dark Order, directed by a shirtless negative one, come to Page's aid. The Dark Order send the heels packing. Hardy just dodges a buckshot from Page before escaping to the outside. Page's music plays, and he poses in front of the Dark Order. Tonight, Young Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz for the tag championships. This is the first time, apparently, uh, that Santana and Ortiz have challenged for the tag championships. If, if someone asked you on the street, have they challenged before, you would say, yeah, they, they, they fucking had to have. Apparently not. This is the first. Uh, Alex Marvez backstage with the inner circle. It's Santana Ortiz's first AEW tag championship shot in the history of AEW. MGF takes over the interview to call out Sammy Guevara, who abandoned the inner circle last week. Jericho tells him to shut up multiple times here. We all know what you were trying to do. Jericho references everyone watching Dynamite for weeks and seeing MJF goading Sammy uh, every chance he got. But Sammy is the most to blame as he ultimately walked out of the inner circle. And Chris Jericho 
Sammy's dead to Jericho. He doesn't want to hear his name again. Tonight, it's all about Santana Ortiz bringing gold back to the inner circle. And they exit. Alex Marvez throws back to the announce desk. Tonight, we'll have FTR versus Matt and Mike Seidel. Orange Cassidy versus Luther of the Chaos Project. Eddie Kingston, Butcher and Blade versus Moxley, Lance Archer, and Ray Phoenix. And, of course, next we have Serena Deeb versus Riho as part of the AEW Women's World Championship Tournament. JR commends Excalibur for his work providing the play-by-play for the Japanese women's matches of this tournament on YouTube. And like I said, he does a very, very good job. He, I, he Underrated Excalibur uh, for what he brings to the table. Listen, he's the bar as far as I'm concerned at this point. Uh, former AEW champion Riho uh, returns to Dynamite for the first time in 11 months. 48 weeks, says Tony Schiavone. March 2020 was the last time she had a match before presumably traveling back to Japan where she has been sequestered uh ever since uh serena deeb and riho smile broadly at one another riho is 98 pounds says jr says that he was 98 pounds in the first grade deeb still nwa women's champion locks it up with riho and we head to a mat uh roll around a good old-fashioned roll around uh this this is great uh this is a great way to start a match serena deeb i find uh layla hirsch i think in some of her matches too uh just get a good just some chain wrestling, some mat wrestling, some rolling around uh, is a good way to to build momentum into the match. And a lot of uh, the better women's matches I've seen in AW start just like this. Uh, both of these kids are great. We love them in their backstage area, says Tony Schiavone. I uh, didn't read too much into that one. Uh, Serena apparently working with a bad knee. Riho doesn't target it intentionally, being a face. She wouldn't do that. But it's uh, clearly a weakness on Deeb. Riho slips out the back door of a cover. Double foot drop kick body press. Serena getting up slowly after a near fall. Serena catapults Riho into the bottom rope. Both women down as we head to picture in picture. Serena limping. Uh, attempts a uh, submission. Slide uh, pin attempts here. Riho repeatedly kicks out. Back live, Serena. Uh, gets uh, begins to choke Rio with her own forearms. Uh, pair of full Nelson, Nelson reversals, which is a weird thing to read, and a snapdragon from Rio. Serena smashes her neck into the mat. Ref Aubrey Edwards counts the women back to their feet. Giant elbow strikes traded in the corner. JR questions the striking power of 98-pound Rio. Head scissors dazes Deeb. Knee to the face for a two-count. JR says, there you go, momentum. That's what he likes to see out of Rio. Uh, Serena with the Northern Lights suplex scouted uh, on, on Riho tries and fails to hit a clean reversal here. Uh, Rio to the top rope, diving crossbody. Serena rolls through, drags Riho around the ring and stomps her leg. Uh, Riho boots Deeb out of the kicker, uh, figure four, the kicker four, as I like to call it. Deeb with a dragon screw on Riho, which just looks so mean to poor Riho here. Uh, two good legs between the two of these combatants now. Deeb with a swinging neckbreaker. Riho kicks out at 2.9. Riho with more stamina reserves relentlessly assaults Deeb. Uh, 619 or whatever you want to call it here. Diving foot stomp to the spine of Deeb as well. Riho back to the top rope. Deeb limps over and eats another diving cross body. Deeb kicks out and rolls out of the ring. Tony Schiavone takes this time to put over the women's division and everything else they got going on in AW with that right now. Rio gets sucker punched by Deeb as she takes her time. Stretch muffler. Yeah. Uh, shoulders down. Two count on Riho. Northern lights from Riho for a near fall. Riho back to the top rope. Both feet to Deeb's abdomen. Deeb reaches down and kicks out of this. Deeb dodges a, dodges a knee strike. These women now uh, move into pinning attempts and reversals. Deeb kicks out at four. And Riho is our winner. Moving on in the tournament. Incredible match of the Bar for Women's Matches and Dynamite. Has been raised once again in my opinion. Uh, this was really, really good. Good to see Riho back. Uh, Deeb, Serena Deeb is an incredible wrestler. 
uh, and they are they are lucky to have her there. I don't think this did anything uh, to tarnish the NWA Women's uh, Championship, and really, I don't know what the plan is for Rio in this tournament, uh, but Deeb should get her W back and maybe let Rio challenge for the belt, but Rio will ultimately fail. It won't hurt Rio, I don't think. Rio is very over with the uh, small crowd they had there tonight, and she's great. Um, some of those other gimmicks coming up via the women's Japanese bracket of this tournament uh, are Riho-like, uh, a lot of smiling and, and broad sw- swirling of arms and, uh, and that anime vibe, uh, but what, what can you do? All right, cool. Uh, gentlemen, you have some work to do tonight, says JR, uh, to beat this, uh, this match. Excalibur shows us the tournament bracket. Riho will face Thunder Rosa next. With two more matches from round one still to come on the American side of things, on the Japanese side, uh, Yuka Sakazaki will face Emi Sakura, whom defeated Veni, I believe, is how that wrestler's name is pronounced. Uh, Ryo Muzanami, okay, sure. It's the first time reading that name out loud. Uh, who defeated Hello Motherfuckers, Maki Ito, uh, will face Ajakong, whom defeated Rin uh, Katakura in the first round. Excalibur welcomes us to watch these Japanese matches this Monday, where he will continue to call them. Jade Cargill and Shaq are shooting baskets in a gymnasium. No footage of them wrestling whatsoever or training to wrestle. And Shaq and Jade will fight Cody and Velvet on March 3rd. This was the thing they said to stay, stay tuned for, so... If you like slow motion of Jade Cargill and Shaq shooting baskets, holy shit. This was probably the best AEW Dynamite for you. Um, Orange Cassidy makes his entrance flanked by Chuck Taylor, and we head to break. Chaos Project gets a full entrance after the commercial blackout. JR continuously puts over the handsomeness of Luther. Sarcastically. The bell rings. Serpentico takes out Taylor to the uh, uh, at ringside here. Luther slams Cassidy for a near fall. Chokes and swings him by the neck. With his own shirt, Cassidy uh, escapes through his knees on the apron and powers it, bombs him to the floor. Serpentico stalks Cassidy. Taylor with an awful waffle to him, is the name of this move, rolls him lifeless from the ring. Orange uh, punch to Luther, and he is pinned 1, 2, 3 by Orange Cassidy. I was going to mention too much Chaos Project on Dynamite in recent weeks, but... This was fine. This is very brief. Uh, JR offers us a Darby Allen recap in this trying time. Seven to eight weeks of Sting, Darby, and Taz talking shit are compiled here, including a replay of Darby being pulled through the parking lot in a body bag. By a car, I guess I should mention. Uh, Team Taz and his boys, Brian Cage and Hook, his literal boy, son, his boy son, Hook, uh, enter the arena. Excalibur lets us know uh, that they have been significantly fined for their actions, such as Knocking a man out, putting him in a body bag, and dragging him behind a car, and whatever else has gone on. Uh, Taz on the mic says, he's been watching social media. Taz, monitoring social media. And here's Sting is going to call them out, here tonight on Dynamite. Uh, Taz says, thanks to the weather in uh, the South United States, where snowstorms have obliterated people's lives, uh, their numbers have been reduced this week. Uh, there's no better time to face us with our, uh, reduced numbers here. Sting's music hits, and he makes his way to the ring, bat in hand. Taz says, you need that bat. The, uh, you best have it. Without your bat, you're done. Sting tosses the bat away and removes his jacket. You're gonna be a badass, goads Taz. Sting attacks Brian Cage. Hook chokes him with his own bat, and, uh, Sting is quickly overwhelmed. Brian Cage boots Sting in the midsection, and fucking powerbombs him in the center of the ring, uh, I think everybody collectively gasped when they either saw this or heard about this. Uh, Sting has negative bumps left in his body. 
Uh, like he's there's a deficit. Uh, he has he has taken too many bumps. Brian Cage delivered a WWE 2K move editor preview body slam, uh, like power bomb to this guy though. Like I would if if it was like hey pay fifty dollars and Brian Cage will fucking power bomb you. I would uh, you you would do it because uh, it was look it looked comfy. It looked like textbook laid the man down. If if Sting had to take a power bomb from someone, which he let's be very clear absolutely should not be doing. Uh, this was the way to do it. Uh, it looked great. It didn't have to happen. Nice to see something different from Team Tasting uh, segment, though. And the street fight is coming at Revolution. We hear from Eddie Kingston. Eddie says he wants this match tonight to deal with three demons. Explains uh, why he has a score to settle with each of his opponents tonight. Lance Archer, Ray Phoenix. Mox is the demon he has to get rid of the most. Uh, my old friend, he says. I can't get rid of you with drinking pills or women. I have to beat you. Eddie Kingston is the best. Back from commercial with a recap of Sting being laid out once more. Kenny Omega is in a preschool reading to a class a parable about his own success. The AW title is on a chair next to him. Don Callis says, Uncle Kenny has to go. The children chant for him. Callis offers Nakazawa as a substitute. The kids chant that they hate Nakazawa. And one of the children uh, then decided to assault him. And they all pile on his body. Callis ushers Kenny out of this scene. I don't know what these scenes are. So there was the golfing thing. Uh, anything that they've done outside of AEW Dynamite with Kenny Omega and Don Callis seems to be a... It, it seems to me, in terms of how the uh, comedy, if we will call it that, uh, is being handled, that this is some grand reference to something that that's going over my head. Uh, or it's just, like, because the, the Buck stuff, too, the Buck stuff with the Good Brothers and the tag situation uh, with what's happening there is is not is not coming across. It's not making a whole lot of sense. Uh, so I'm I'm lumping this in with that. Like, I don't get the joke. Uh, if you know what the joke is, please let us know. At Iceberg Podcast. All right. <clears throat> do, 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 do. Santana Ortiz make their way. Santana Ortiz make their way uh, to the ring with uh, Inner Circle. The tag team champions, the Young Bucks, wander out next. Should Santana Ortiz win tonight, it would be them defending the belts against Jericho and MJF at Revolution. So no matter what happens, they would stay within the inner circle. Santana and Nick Jackson start things off. Arm drags and hip tosses galore. Omega Callus and the Good Brothers watch from backstage. Omega is standing with his back to the monitor, looking over his shoulder to watch the television. Referee Rick Knox ejects the inner circle from ringside after MJF tries to involve himself in the match. A great showcase for Santana Ortiz's teamwork. They isolate Nick Jackson through picture-in-picture and work him over. Nick gets in a lucky superkick. Matt Jackson tagged in, fires up on both Santana Ortiz. JR unsure who the legal man is uh, for them at this time. A twisting stunner by Matt in a near fall on Santana. Iconoclasm from the Bucks. Another kick out for Santana. Avalanche Falcon Arrow from Santana to Nick Jackson for a near fall. Ortiz tagged in submission attempt on Nick Jackson. Santana runs interference on Matt Jackson, but he breaks free. And hits a stomp on Ortiz to break this submission hold. Doomsday device from the Bucks onto Santana again. A pair of super kicks. Ortiz breaks up the pin. Santana ducks the BTE trigger. The Bucks' knees collide, which would hurt. Like if you were expecting just to knee a guy in the face instead, need your own brother's knee. It would hurt. Uh, double cutter from Santana. They hit the street sweeper on Nick Jackson, but Matt breaks up this pin, flying over the counting referee and, and kind of laying on top of him. Matt Jackson is powerbombed over the barricade. Ortiz on the apron yelling the best. He enters the ring and is high cradled by Nick Jackson. One, two, three. The inner circle appear in seconds to beat down the Young Bucks. Omega Callus and the Good Brothers are backstage. Kenny is held back by Callus. 
Uh, Kenny obviously wants to go help his friends. Callus whispers something to the brothers and they exit. The Bucks tap to Jericho and MJF's submissions here while they're not in a match. The Good Brothers finally arrive to drive the inner circle off. Jericho approaches the Bucks' parents at ringside and the young Bucks' dad shoves Jericho. That was the end of that. Maybe foreshadowing something at Revolution? We shall see. FTR versus the Seidel brothers is up next. Prior to that, Cody and Brandy are here. And they uh, they announced that they are having a baby girl. Da -da 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 -da. Cody uh, will join the announce team for this uh, for this match here. Cut to FTR's music and they enter. Excalibur recaps FTR's weeks of suspensions for assault and kidnapping. A lot of crime being predicated uh, in recent weeks on AEW. A lot, of, a lot of kidnapping, a lot of assaults, a lot of, not a, a lot of bad stuff. Get control of your guys here, Tony Khan. This is out of control. No Tully at ringside thanks to the snow. Dax and Cash, aggressive, massive strikes to start this match. The Seidel brothers get a brief advantage before FTR is able to isolate Mike Seidel, uh, Mike Seidel and murder him. Uh, th there's, there's some kind of dynamic between Mike and Matt Seidel. Uh, I can't quite put my finger on the more gangly, I guess, older brother. Or, or like a Mario Brothers thing. I don't know what's going on, but this was fun. Uh, Flurry moves from Dax after and a near fall. Matt uh, Seidel is tagged in, and he uh, gets the heat on Dax for a time. Dax sent outside. Mike Seidel moonsaults both on uh, both members of FTR, injuring himself in the process. Dax and Matt, the legal men, exchange strikes in the middle of the ring. Roll up by Matt. Dax kicks out and sends him into a waiting uppercut uh, from Cash Wheeler. Matt Seidel defends himself with elbow strikes. Mike breaks up a full Nelson suplex pin attempt on Matt Seidel by Cash. Matt Seidel knocks FTR. To the mat, Mike Seidel misses his move and uh, uh, and knee cash in the throat, I have written here. I'm going I'm to clean that up a bit. Uh, Mike Seidel goes off the top rope here and is is more or less doing a crossbody on Cash Wheeler on the ground, but lands like knee first on this man's jaw and neck. Near fall there, FTR with a clutch tag here. Uh, hit the big rig on Mike. Dax pins him one, two, three. FTR wins. Uh, they intercept Doc Samson and steal his medical bag. The lights go out. We see Luchasaurus in silhouette in front of his damaged mask. The lights come back on and Jurassic Express overwhelms FTR. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus lay Dax and Cash out respectively. Marco Stunt waves. Tries to get people singing the Tarzan Boys song. Uh, next Wednesday... Hangman Page versus Isaiah Cassidy. Semifinals of the women's tournament. Ricky Starks and Brian Cage versus the Varsity Blondes. Uh, Hagar versus Brandon Cutler. Cody and Velvet versus Shaq and Jade. FTR and Tully versus Jurassic Express. Tully wants a piece. Tully wants to shatter his bones in the ring here so many years after retire forced retirement. Retirement. However you want to call it. And don't forget, March 7th, Revolution pay-per-view. Ladder match for a shot at the TNT Championship has been added. The first three combatant combatants announced. I have like a, a soda burp. Just wants to be part of the show. So bad right now. Uh, first three combatants announced as Cody Rhodes, Penta L0M, and Scorpio Sky. Excalibur reminds us the AW Women's Champion, Hikaru Shida, will defend against the tournament winner. Matt Hardy uh, versus Hangman Page in a money match. Street Fight, Sting, and Darby versus Team Taz. Bucks versus Jericho and MGF for the tag championships. And now we head to a Moxley video. He says he he's maybe the last person who cares about Kingston and the company. Not, I'm the last person who cares about you. More like a, hey, of anyone here, man. Like, don't, uh, you know, don't burn that bridge. 
Uh, must whip his ass tonight to teach him what's right. Moxley puts over his title defense against Kenta coming up in Japan, or whatever that's going to be. Says he will take back the AEW World Championship from Kenny Omega. Your main event, Eddie Kingston, Butcher and Blade versus Moxley, Lance Archer, and Ray Phoenix. Uh, Ray Phoenix with a sick samurai helmet-inspired mask. Archer, he, and Moxley all enter from the parking lot. Uh, Jake the Snake accompanies all three of them to ringside. They enter the ring, and a brawl breaks out. JR uh, refers to this match as an obsession for Eddie Kingston. Bunny screeches and wails at ringside. Butcher and Moxley legal men as things start to resemble an actual six-man tag match. Some top rope shenanigans as we head to picture-in-picture. Lance Archer is isolated with Butcher and Blade using frequent tags, and Kingston's cheating in the corner to beat him down. Moxley and Phoenix looking for a tag. Archer grabs a Butcher and Eddie by the neck, headbutts the Blade. Moxley runs in and takes Blade out over the top rope. Hot tag to Ray Phoenix. This man runs wild. A sequence of creative offense, uh, as only Ray Phoenix can do. Frog splash to Butcher. This man it, it can hang in the air. It's You have to see it. It doesn't look real. It looks incredible. Ray Phoenix is the man. Uh, he gets like a good extra three to four seconds of hang time uh, as he uh, comes down. Kingston hits the explor- exploder on Phoenix and slows him down. Uh, men enter and exit the ring doing moves to one another. All six competitors are down. Moxley and Eddie make their way to their respective corners. These men stare unblinking at each other as they are tagged in. Phoenix and Archer hit moves on Kingston. Uh, Moxley with a bulldog choke. Butcher and Blade break this up. Archer friendly choke slams Phoenix onto Butcher and Blade before cannonballing onto them himself. Moxley and Kingston are alone in the ring. Kingston hits a back... Uh, a back fit. Hmm. Kingston hits a back fist. Moxley uh, fires back with a lariat and a paradigm shift. And that's enough. He stands quickly after uh, after the match here, shrugging it off. The correct storyline ending for this match. Uh, Moxley pins Kingston after the paradigm shift. Kingston pinned. Uh, the Good Brothers jump Moxley after this match. Hold him as uh, Kenny's music hits. Kenny Omega and Don Cal's enter. Not looking good, John. Says Kenny Omega on the microphone. Omega presents a Valentine's Day gift from Tony Khan. A contract. Omega says Moxley can have his rematch, but Omega gets to name it. Um, we keep putting you down, but you keep coming back. You talk about breaking necks. Is that what I have to do to you, John? Omega invites Moxley to an exploding barbed wire death match. Moxley headbutts him. Kenny hits a pair of V-triggers on Moxley in return. Kenny bleeds just above the bridge of his bridge of his nose. The bridge of his nose. You did this, but you'll never get that. Show him the belt, Kenny tells Callus. Uh, these men stand tall over Moxley, and we head off the air. Good stuff. Uh, good show. Top to bottom. Lots of good pro wrestling here. Uh, if you like tag matches, anyhow. Uh, a, a good show. Uh, I think there's some things we just need to move out of the way, such as the street fight, such as this shack angle. Uh, just get those over and done with of, of whatever quality the blow off ends up being. I don't know. Uh, but let's just, let's move on from that. Let's get Darby and Sting on to the next thing, whatever it is, because that's been spinning in places for a bit. Looking forward to the pay-per-view all the same. Uh, looking forward to watching some more of those Japanese women's matches uh, for the tournament bracket uh, today. And of course, tomorrow, Monday. Uh, look forward to Wednesday, where we'll be talking about Metal Gear Solid 1, and then maybe moving on to Metal Gear Solid 2 on Public Beta Podcast. There's also a four-hour Cyberpunk episode out there floating, if uh, that tickles your fancy. At Iceberg Podcast is us on social media. LeahTitsTheIceberg.com is my email address if you find anything cool, questions, topics, things you find interesting. If we find it interesting, might mention it on the show. Thank you, as always, for listening. That's the Sultans of... Fire!